The theme this year is going to be rustic denim in front of a barn. Do we live in the suburbs? Yes. Have we ever been to a barn? No. But I thought it would make perfect sense for a Christmas photo. That's what you're going to wear? I didn't spend $40,000 on a liberal arts education for you to shop at Goodwill. Tuck your shirt in. Put your hand up. Is that seriously his haircut? No, Catherine, your boyfriend can't be in the photo. Y'all been dating two weeks. Does he not even own a belt? Why does your elbow go like that? Can we get a scarf for him or something? Cover up that disgusting tattoo. Move your leg in. Move your hand down. Christopher Allen, do you even want to be in this family? This photo is going to your principal. No, Josiah, you can't bring a guitar out here. Mr. A and G chord can't even make the church worship band. You calling that a necklace these days, Chelsea? Looks like you just took the leash off the dog. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Dylan, a tennis racket? Why don't you play a real sport like football? Roll tag. Sit down. Stand up. Act like you love each other. Me and your mother are respected in this community. She's going through that all-natural, no-makeup stage again. Can we at least put her in the back? Lean forward. Shoulders turn. I know he's living in Portland, but does he even wash his hair now? Can Vanessa at least cover up her stomach or something? This is going to the church. Move your knee in. Are we missing somebody? Wake her up. She's in the car. Now get together and act like you love each other. That's not what it's like for your family taking their Christmas photo, is it? It's That Kevin Show. Somewhere in the city that defines holiday magic is a man who wants a little eggnog with his mistletoe. And that guy would like to carol you. Featuring the musical stylings of Mal Tunney and the Dreaming Colored Singers. And tonight, with a special focus on ending slavery in our time, Todd Chapman from Christian Solidarity International, Kelsey Bowler from the Independent Women's Forum, and singer-songwriter Michael W. Smith. Christmas time. And now, live from Times Square, where its inhabitants sometimes try to see if penguins can truly ice skate on the grass, here's the Kevin! No day that didn't happen in Times Square. There's no grass in Times Square. And people, listen up. Penguins can't skate on grass. They can only skate where skates work. On the ice, in the Muppet Christmas Carol, of course. Anyway, welcome to Hour 2. Let's get to the news. For Assignment Desk Weekend, I'm Kevin McCullough. On Friday, the White House issued new guidance that requires all federal government employees to use electric vehicles for travel when conducting official government business. Now, unofficial government business in 2022 looked something like this. More than 2.3 million car travel trips used, 33,000 railroad travel, and 2.8 million flights on dirty, coal-burning, oil-burning, fossil-fuel-burning 
Airlines. Also on Friday, Fox News reported that one of the president's top aides' spouse just happens to be linked to the group pushing the electric vehicle transition. <laughs> no word yet on the percent slash commission that said aide's spouse will be required to hold for the big guy. Can you imagine John Kerry having to travel on electric airplanes? I'm John Kerry. I need my big plane. According to the most well-respected polling organization, the Rasmussen Report, and the Heartland Institute, another well-respected organization, after conducting an in-depth large sample survey where the participants that they surveyed themselves self-reported found that fully 20% of mail-in votes that were cast in the 2020 election, according to the people that cast them, were cast fraudulently in the president's race that year. Now, with 69% of the votes cast in the entire election total being mail-in ballots, the survey's result then indicates that about 21.5 million ballots were fraudulently cast, according to the people who cast them. When asked his thoughts on the survey, President Biden merely replied, Do they have mint chocolate chip? A Turkish member of parliament who literally had a heart attack within seconds of an angry tirade against Israel, has died. Moments earlier, he had promised Allah's wrath against the Jewish state and all her supporters. <laughs> Allah's got nothing on Yahweh. What? Come on, you biblical types get it. After showing contempt for Congress this week, Hunter Biden made an obvious admission. He may need to leave the country if Trump is elected. Good thing for him that Trump's not leading in any of the polls or anything, right? Oh, wait. Ah, according to the most recent polls, President Trump is trouncing the GOP primary field in all of the first four primary states. He also leads by similar margins in all of the Super Tuesday states the weeks following the first four. And in the latest poll, he beats Biden head-to-head -head in all eight of the swing states as well. Poor Hunter. And finally, as Taylor Swift was named Person of the Year by Time Magazine last week in a decision that was decided by the editorial board of that legacy publication. Simultaneously, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have achieved acclaim as well. They've been named the biggest losers, not by the editorial board, but by the universe. For a Simon Desk Weekend, I'm Kevin McCullough. My name is Zabuk, and this is my liberation story. As I crossed the border into South Sudan, 
I realized something big was changing for me. I don't remember how old I was when I was taken captive, and I'm unsure of how many years I spent in slavery. But I know that it was the longest season of my life. But in November of this year, 2023, that changed when I was able to go home. As a child, I was a Christian in South Sudan. When I became a slave, my master forced me to take in Muslim name and do things simply because I was not one of his own. My days in slavery were incredibly hard, working all day, endless chores, cleaning, cooking, tending to cattle, with almost nothing to eat for myself. All of which paled in comparison to the most traumatic day of my slavery, where when fetching water for my slave master's family, I was brutally raped by an entire gang of Arab men. As I return to South Sudan, I am now pregnant, carrying a child of my slave master. But despite that, I harbor no resentment toward my child. My hope for the future is to heal and rebuild and to become a good mother. And someday I would like to find any of my family if they still exist. Thank you for liberating me. And please don't stop until we get them all. My Christian name is Abuk Garangani. And that's my liberation story. Your gift tonight helps the next woman who is like Abuk find that freedom and We have uh, those 16 additional names we've added to the list. So grateful for those of you that have helped us liberate all of the ones that you have thus far this year. But uh, with uh, about 35,000 still in slavery, it's never, we we, we can always liberate one more. So the phone number is 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. And a thank you to those of you who have helped liberate thus far 201 women and children this year, giving them their freedom for this Christmas. What a joy. Bringherhome.org. Todd Chapman is back with us. And Todd, you know, we, we spent a lot of time this year trying to describe to people what conditions the slaves find themselves in. And it's dark. It's terrible. They're taken at the most vulnerable moment of their young childhood. 
Many of them walked into slavery for miles and miles, weeks and weeks. They, they go and serve people that abuse them in every way possible and uh, sexually, verbally, physically. Um, you mentioned a woman in the first hour that has just been liberated who was gang raped in public. That is not uncommon. Uh, genital mutilation where the slave master says, if you want to be a good Muslim woman, which they don't, they're not asking to be, they're just forced to be, you have to go mutilate yourself and here's a you know, rusty lid of a tin can to go do it with uh, and go down by the river somewhere. The, some of them have died from such things. The, the amount of suffering, you just, you could compile it and it would just look like the worst series of combinations it could ever be. Um, and, and yet every one of these women have survived that. And when they are told that Christians in America have provided their freedom and have brought them home, the joy, the smile, the rejoicing. You mentioned a party in the first hour, the parties that they throw in the villages when they get home. You, you, can't, you can't know anything as happy as this at Christmas time. And that's why we do it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, we do it, you know, CSI, Christian Solidarity International. We're a, a Christian organization, a faith-based organization. And whether that's your orientation or not, uh, I think we can all agree that, uh, you know, as human beings, we, none of us want to see another human being enslaved. And so um, it's just, it's just a great blessing. And it's, it's really phenomenal, Kevin, to think about the sheer volume, the number of lives that have been saved. Uh, through generous people like you. I mean, CSI has been engaged in this work actually since the 70s, but in Sudan, uh, liberating these Sudanese slaves uh, since the um, the early 2000s. And uh, every year, thousands of, of women are liberated, brought into a new life and freedom. It, whenever we can, reunited with their family from whom they were stolen years and years ago. And uh, many of these women have had uh, children while they were in captivity. We're able to begin to rescue some of those kids now as well. So uh, we're just really, really grateful for your generosity, for God's blessing on this work, that he continues to give us the opportunity to affect the freedom of, of these uh, women. But uh, please just hear from my heart on behalf of CSI. We are so grateful because without you and your $250 and more gifts, we can't do this work. So thank you so much. 350 slaves just liberated last month, more soon in early 2023. So this is a great time. As you think about your year-end giving here in the final few days of this year, we would be so grateful if you would consider CSI as one of those places you want to make a donation, a life-changing donation. And when we talk about liberation, um, you know, the the actual walking them across the border into South Sudan is kind of the final step. It's the final layer, right? Yeah. So the liberation kind of looks like this. We give our gift um, in the McCullough House. We give uh, we give a two hundred fifty dollar a month gift. And friends, I would I would love to find two two people watching or listening tonight that would join us in that challenge, the monthly challenge. But um, and if we did that, we would be way past the 16 that, that are needed to be liberated. But but first, the gift is given. Then because of electronic magicry and all the stuff that you can do with credit cards and stuff now, it just goes immediately to work. So they immediately are able to have the grain and the resources to make the bag of hope. Um, but long before that, the slave retrievers who happen to be, for the most part, Arabs, that want to have good relationships with farmers and Christians in the South, they do this willingly. They go up into the Arab regions of Northern Sudan. They identify where the slaves are. They start conversations with the slave masters and it's a deliberation. It's hard. You have to 
go back and forth and say, you know, we want, we want them out. You know, how do we do this? Um, then the real kind of linchpin for it is this vaccine that helps keep their cattle healthy. We trade that. That is more valuable to the slave master than the life of a human being. So he gives the slave its freedom. Uh, then we are able to bring them together. Um, once they get to the border, then they have a time of recovery and recuperation where mental health, medical help, uh, any number of other needs that they may have, uh, the telling of their story, the trying to remember their names from when they were children, because many of these women have been told, you can't even have your name. Um, and then, then comes the real fun because they're given their bag of hope. They have a big party right there. And then they're taken to their villages where usually a pastor or a family member or people that may remember their family are contacted. And Todd, you think the prodigal son had a party when he got home with his dad and he killed the fatted calf and brought the best right. robe? That's just kind of a little preview of what they do. I've been told that sometimes this party lasts for weeks at the celebration mm -hmm. of someone coming home. They do know how to party and uh, for good reason, right? I mean, can you imagine being in slavery for years even imagine losing decades. your sister when you're a kid and not yeah, seeing her again right. until you're 25 or 30 years old yeah yeah thinking you'd never see them again you didn't know what happened to them and then suddenly they come back and yeah what a massive family reunion that is that's the best kind right there well and it's all in part because christian solidarity is a faith-based it's a christ-centered ministry that really believes that Social justice, we talk a lot about it in America. This is the ultimate social justice, to bring someone out of slavery and back into life. Yeah, and, uh, you know, one of the things, we're not always able to, I mean, sometimes many, many years have passed, and we, you know, um, if if these women were abducted when they were very young, it can take some time, sometimes sadly not able to get them reunited with their family members. Uh, but in that intervening time, uh, they are put together with uh, pastors and churches. So they are brought into a community they've, and they've never known that either, right? And so that's a beautiful thing. Uh, they they don't come back and just, you know, they're not like they're given a bag of hope and like, all right, good luck to you, hope luck. you do okay. No, no, Yeah, no, no. no, it's, you know, they're, they're brought back into community and uh, everything that we can do to get them on a life that's sustainable and a life of freedom, that's what we do. And again, it's only possible because you give so generously and uh, we just can't wait to see the remaining gifts roll in so that we can rescue these 16 more women or, or even more. We'd love to see obviously even yeah. more. We've got another retrieval coming up in early 2024. 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010. And people have asked me, Kev, do you know ahead of time exactly when the the retrievers will go? And we, we, we don't, and we can't tell you that even if we did know, because there would be a degree of uh, safety that you're jeopardizing by making that information public. So it's very important that we um, protect those that are doing the hard work, but the hard work starts long before your gift. What your gift does is it enables that bag of hope. It enables that, that uh, negotiation to be completed, that bag of hope to be assembled, and that safety in their return back to their home region, back to their home church, back to their home uh, village, uh, sometimes back to family members, uh, although it is not uncommon at all for them not to have family left. Many of them, when they were taken into slavery, lost their family, some, sometimes graphically right in front of their, their very eyes. So it's very, very... Um, it's just a renewal process all the way around. There's no, there's no other word to describe what they have to go through, but the joy, the, the joy, the joy, it's so deep. It's so immense. The gratitude. Thank you for what you've done. 
Please don't stop until you bring them all home. 888-342-1010-888-342-1010-888-342-1010 or go to bringherhome.org. That's bringherhome.org. Bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. We continue live from Times Square. Stay with us. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. It's Liberation Night. It's 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 party night. We're setting people free, and we are doing it with joy because that's what the Christmas season is all about, is it not? Todd Chapman um, from CSI. CSI, I'm, I'm honored to be associated with them. I get to talk on their behalf a little bit here and there around the country, but you've, you've joined the ranks in the last year. Give my people a sense of what the big picture is with what they do. Yeah, so CSI, Christian Solidarity International, since uh, 1975, has been engaged in battling religious persecution uh, in uh, in many, many countries. Uh, and uh, one of the things, we also we do a lot of different things. Um, we you might have recently heard about uh, what was going on with Armenian Christians basically mm-hmm. being, you know, executed. And uh, really, it was a genocide. Uh, we were actually advocating on their behalf. A lot of people don't know that. But probably the thing that uh, we're we're best known for in our longest ongoing project is liberating uh, Sudanese Christian slaves who have been enslaved since the Sudanese Civil War back in the early 2000s. Over 100, well over 100,000, nearly 200,000 Christians, women primarily, were taken and children were taken captive. Uh, and uh, they've been held in slavery ever since. And so every year since about 2005, we've been working to negotiate and free those slaves and bring them back to South Sudan and set them on a path of uh, having a new life and providing them resources to do that. And so that's the uh, the thing that, Kevin, we're so grateful that you've been engaged in so many years and helping us tell that story and invite your listeners to be a part of affecting the freedom of these beautiful women there's a lot of organizations that I've gotten to know well over the years and feel passionate about the good work that they do. I love so many organizations, but I've never seen um, a single cause that has done so much to reverse what is wrong and replace it with what is good, uh, like the CSI uh, story. And I can't help but think of this uh, woman that I was told about from um, – uh, Pastor Heidi, we called her around the CSI for years, Heidi McGinnis, who uh, was on one of the liberation trips personally. And as one of the slaves came across, uh, she was able to pray with her and learn her story. Her name was Achoke. And I always thought the Sudan, the Sudan names were so uh, distinct. You, they're not like any other language. You you know, uh, you don't hear these types of words. And so that sounds to our ears a little bit foreign, a little bit odd. But Achoke's story was anything but odd. She was taken as a slave uh, when uh, Arab raiders came into her village. She was a child. She was maybe three or four years old at the time. Um, As she was forced to make her way uh, into slavery, her brothers were shot in front of her. Her father was executed in front of her. 
Her mother was gang raped um, on the trip uh, to where they were going. Her sisters were um, eventually split up from her and she lost all contact with all family members. She went into slavery for a period of years. Uh, they uh, were, were horrible. They have a word that they call uh, female slaves that we don't have an English equivalent translation for because of how profane and vulgar it is. Um, she was called that 24 hours a day, day and night. She was told she had to become a Muslim and, and not, not be a Christian. She had to mutilate herself. She was repeatedly raped, not just by the rape, the, by the slave master, but by basically whoever he wanted to give her to. And this was as a young girl, just a few years after she was taken into slavery. So she just had a complete life of trauma completely. Um, and when she was liberated, she told Pastor Heidi, she said, um, she said, I've, I've experienced the, the, the very worst that can be experienced. And she said, but my joy that I know now is un incomparable to know that she was going to be free and that Christians had done that for her. And she grabbed Pastor Heidi by the shoulders and she stared her in the face and she said, but please do not stop until they all come home. Do not stop until we get them all. And that is kind of the repetitive theme of many of the slaves that come out of Sudan. Uh, they are thankful for their freedom, but they don't want us to finish our efforts until we have brought all of all of them home. And that is and that is the purpose of tonight. So we got 16 more names on the list. We had 192 to start the year. We've added 16 to it. Friends, you've helped us every bit of the way all this time. Will you help us right now? 888-342-1010, a $250 one-time gift, not only supplies the freedom, the liberty, but everything they need to start their life anew. That includes uh, the grain that they'll eat, the seed that they'll plant for more grain, um, the utensils they'll use to, to live with, clean, cook, garden, fish, um, the the uh, things they'll need like blankets and things to, to, to make their life, and then the ability to have a Bible and kind of most fun of all to get a kid goat and to be able to raise um, uh, an, an, a commerce for your life kind of around that. It's a wonderful gift that you give. 888-342-1010, $250 supplies it all. Call now, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Here he is from New York, that Kevin, Kevin McCullough. And we're back. It's Kevin McCullough, That Kevin Show from New York. Uh, Kelsey Bowler, my special guest. And Kelsey, you know, kids are pretty resilient. And I remember a time with my 11-year-old that I, I just wanted to bounce off of. Um, he's my creative, but he's my deep, deep feeler. My other two are hardcore thinkers. They're logical math types. But he, he, he feels and empathizes. And I remember coming out of a break and going into the kitchen to get something, and he was eating lunch and he was just in tears and he said dad he goes what are what are we going to do about it and i i had already been making contributions on a somewhat regular basis to csi uh, and he said that's not good enough we need we need if we can do more we need to do it and so as a family we kind of sat down and said what does our budget allow what are we going to do and we came to the decision for us and i don't put this on anybody else this was just what was right for us we decided that 
out of every month's budget um, if we can afford to do all the fun things that we get to do, speaking of privilege, if we get to do all those fun things, certainly we can we can spare a little room in our heart for the women that are going through this. And so um, 250 a month comes out of the McCullough budget, even before I really see anything else. And we make sure that another uh, woman has found her freedom. Friends, those of you watching or listening, this, the history on this is at their peak, there were about 185,000 slaves that the Northern Arabs had taken from South Sudan. Uh, we believe there to be about 35,000 now, which would mean that CSI, because they're the only group that's addressed this, has seen freedom to about, about 150,000 of those. But there have been some children born into slavery. Many times the slave masters wouldn't allow those kids to come because they were considered offspring to the slave master. But for this year, the first time we've been able to liberate some of those children as well which is a very exciting uh, prospect. And so you, tonight as you're listening to Kelsey and me and you're, you're evaluating, what, what am I going to do? Just think you could be setting a, a, a brand new life in a brand new direction that they would never even know without your generosity. 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010 or bringherhome.org. Kelsey, I want to ask you about, you mentioned the American left and kind of how they view these things. You know, when you look at the anti-Semitic tropes that are going on on college campuses, in many ways, they're anti-female because they're just, they just don't take into consideration at all what the plight of women in those situations are undergoing. As you look into 2024 and as you see kind of globally the situation, and you're a contributor to the Independent Women's Forum, what are the goals that you hope are most addressed in, in way of um, women's rights and women's advancement uh, in the days to come? Well, first off, we are not without hope. Um, and that in itself <laughs> is encouraging. We need to remember this problem. Those numbers you just read off are overwhelming. They give you goosebumps to hear. Um, but we are not without hope. And in order to protect women, we have to be able to define women to say what a woman woman is. And unfortunately, the left, from our Supreme Court justices, um, to our lawmakers, to the teachers educating our children in schools, are either unwilling or unable to do that now. So there's a huge effort to define women um, under, under law. And simply, this is simply an attempt to get women our dignity back. Um, it's, it's a basic acknowledgement of who we are, of, of our bodies and ourselves. And in order to protect women internationally, we need to be able to have to say what a woman is. Um, I, I do fear that the ripple effects of sort of the gender ideology movement is erasing women as a whole. And women are... Um, you know, of course, needed in society. And um, I, I think it's, 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 um, it's a dishonor to the plights of women internationally to not be able to simply stand up and say what a woman is. Well, how can we credibly criticize Islamist regimes that punish women for just being when, when we don't 
value the distinction that women bring to our lives in the West. Like, it, it seems to me they can just point their finger back at us and say, are you ridiculous? And that's and that's kind of what we've become in their eyes. Right. And you also have to be aware of the way that Islamist regimes treat any of these gender identity issues. There's zero tolerance there. Um, you know, the, if, if you identify as transgender, you simply are gay, your life is at stake. Um, we, we know these killings exist. Um, so again, this is recognizing the privilege that we have in the United States. And this isn't about white privilege. This is about the privilege of being an American citizen, being able to use your voice and being able to use your voice to stand up for women. And you can't do that if you can't define what a woman is. No, that's well said. Friends, uh, just a few minutes left in the uh, broadcast tonight. And what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself the question, um, what can I do? And if it's nothing more than just pray and and raise awareness, then please do that. But I know that there are many of you that could pick up a phone right now, 888-342-1010, and give the best Christmas present possible to an enslaved Christian woman that has been forced to remove her religion, her faith, many times her name, her identity, um, her own sovereignty over her body uh, as she has lived in slavery. And we can make a difference right now. 888-342-1010 or bringherhome.org. Kelsey Bowler, hey, I'm always grateful. <laughs> yes. If, if, any of, uh, if any of your listeners are husbands, you might want to think about buying your wife um, contributing to this as a Christmas gift to your wife, because that is the stocking, um, that is a present in my stocking that I would appreciate for years to come and would have more, far more meaning than any, um, any other gift under the, the tree this year. That's, Just a little hint for the husbands out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. That's a wonderful idea. And, and I'm like one of those guys that I don't need anything. So what can I do to use this time to make someone else's life better? Uh, Kelsey Bowler, thank you for all your work at the Independent Women's Forum. Thank you for this personal passion of yours, and thank you for sharing it with us tonight. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back from Times Square. Don't go away. It's that Kevin show. One of the important themes of tonight is to give a merry, happy Christmas to those women who have not had one in their entire lives. Here's Michael W. Smith to round out our show. Oh, the happiest Christmas is a homecoming Christmas with the snow fudging down to the world seems new.
May your days be merry, your sorrows be small. May the ones you love be near you. That's the happiest Christmas of all. Christmas of all. And friends, I have to think that if we give some woman or her child their freedom this Christmas season, that it will be the happiest Christmas of all. And there are 16 names that we know of uh, going into tonight's show that needed our help to gain their liberty, to gain their freedom, to gain their life back for this Christmas holiday. 888-342-1010 is the number. 888-342-1010. You can also just give online at bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. But a big thanks to Christian Solidarity International for giving us this chance to do something good this Christmas and make a difference, change someone's life for the better. Bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010. I'm Kevin McCullough. Thanks for being with us. 